What is going on, everybody? This is Michelle Hayward. I'm really, really excited to be here with you. If you are new to me, new to Positive Hire, don't worry. We are going to get well uh, acquainted with each other. We're going to know each other like we next door neighbors in South Carolina, where I am from, because I have with me tonight Angela Hurdle, who is part of the Positive Hire community. At Positive Hire, we focus on connecting Black, Latina, and Indigenous women who are experienced scientists, engineers, and technology professionals to management roles. And guess what? I don't, well, I do often, because of the community I built, I get to nerd out with people. But the funny part is Angela is a data nerd. So we're going to get into it. She's also one of our speakers next week for a virtual summit. We're going to talk about that some. But Angela, Angela. Thank you, Michelle, for inviting me. You're welcome. <laughs> let, let the great, I told them I'm in South Carolina. Where are you from? Like, because they're going to hear some accents today. Okay. I am from New York, where the land of where people don't have accents. We do not. Yes. <laughs> we are everything here, and we are special, and we don't have accents. But people say they can tell we're from New York when we speak. <laughs> but but I do have um, strong North Carolina roots. A lot of my family is from North Carolina. And so, although I never lived there, I call, I call it home. Yes, as I say, everybody or a lot of people have dirty roots. And so you're from the dirty South. You got them dirty roots. That's, that's what I tell a lot, especially black people, you have dirty roots. So we are so how did you first find out about positive hire or get connected to the community i am not 100 percent sure i know i found positive hire um quite a few years ago it was probably like four and i was looking to connect looking to work, network with other women in tech specifically other women of color in tech other minorities in tech because we have a unique experience. It's not the same. And so I'm often in meetings and um, in work environments where I'm often only. So I was looking to make that connection four years ago. And I probably came across an email or an ad for one of your events. And I've showed up for many of them since. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. We have some comments like, I'm here for the data nerd fest session. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. If you're a data nerd, connect to me. I just, I just love it. In fact, I think I was a data nerd from a very young age. Um, so, yeah, I always knew I would be doing something um, like counting, marketing, or something like that. I was always interested in why people people did certain things and I always felt the numbers would tell me. And I don't know how I knew that, um, maybe fifth, sixth grade, but somehow, maybe because my dad was in advertising, but I was like, yeah, why are people buying that or doing that or whatever? So I was always interested. Yes. So I, I just love it. It is so funny. I, re I remember it. it you have to tell me in elementary school, what did you tell people you wanted to be when you grew up? I remember saying a CPA. I read it in a Harlequin 
romance novel and it sounded really important and it had to do with numbers and I loved math in elementary school and I still do but what was like that first what were some of the things as a kid you thought you would grow up to that that were around data around numbers I always knew that I wanted to do something with math but I didn't know what. So whenever anybody asked me, I never had an answer. So even when I was in school and college, um, and I was a math major in college, and they're like, well, what are you going to do after you finish school? Are you going to teach? Because of course, you know, it was assumed I would teach. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And they would say, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Right out of um, college, I was recruited by a company that did marketing data. So that was a very good start for me. And then from that company, um, I was working at the Nielsen company where, hey, data insights, why are people doing what they do? Why are they buying what they do? That was where I, I, that was the question I always had. And so um, I know that later on, um, I just kept falling into places that were good for me and that worked really well for me. And I am looking for, let's see, who's in the chat? Giselle is in the chat with us. Yes. She, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we connected we connect you were excited earlier this year about some data that was released publicly can you share with the yeah. audience what was that data and what made you so excited like y'all y'all had to be there and i'm like she's such a data nerd but i love her because but i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop just share with the people what it is and why you're excited about it okay so this is me being a data nerd in my private life. This is totally me in my private life, what I do. Um, I am so interested in family history. And so earlier this year, the new census data was released, the, the 1950 census data, because they keep, when we fill out the census form, it's private for 70 years so that you know no one knows our personal but after 70 years they release it so i was able to see my family members and where they lived in the 1950s and i was just like waiting and people who um some people who know me they told me about it they were like did you notice i was like do i know i've been waiting a year for this to happen <laughs> so yes i was so excited and I was able to find my grandparents um, where they were living in the 1950s, um, where my great grandparents were living and other family members. So I was sending data and information around to my family members about um, where everyone was in 1950. So yes, um, it was a wonderful time for everybody who likes to uh, do that type of research and I was so totally there. 
<laughs> I forgot I told you about that. Um, so in addition to doing that, let's see, what else, um, what else do you want to know about Michelle? So I, I think a lot of people don't understand the depths of data, like how much it's has been collected over time, but just how, ex how much we can learn about what happened in the 1950s with that data to comparing it to some data sets we have right now. And so getting, and first of all, no, most of y'all are probably learning, like I learned, that the census data is only released every, every 70 years. And so people That's like, the well, private data. Now, uh, the Census Bureau, oh, see, this is where yeah. I go back to my Nielsen roots and remember all the work I did with census data. So census data, which is um, rolled up to higher levels and doesn't give anyone any detailed information is released right away. As soon as they compile it, you can get data about the last census um, online and download that. I use that all of the time, even my personal, professional. Um, but it doesn't tell you the person's name. All of the names are scrubbed from that. What happens is after 70 years, they release the data with the names so you can see the people. You can see what someone 70 years ago, where they lived, what type of work they did, what type of um, job, how many people lived in their household, how old they were. So um, people who do ancestry data and genetics and stuff like that, they're very excited about being able to see the details with the person's name and the family members and just to track people and their movements. Now, if you wanted to use census data for um, any business purposes these days, it is available, but you won't get the specific names of the individuals. You will get, for example, a specific zip code and you'll know for that zip code, how many people live in that zip code? What is their breakup, their ethnicity? What is their education levels? And that information is available right, I say right away, but about a year after the census is taken. But yes, the data for your specific family members that also geeks me out, that's only available um, 70, I think it's like 72 or something like that. So I, we just got the 1950 detail, but the 2020, um, 2020 summary is available. Got you. I love it. I love it. So yeah, somebody put in, the, put in the, um, one of the comments is, I love how the skills we use in our work naturally transfer into our personal lives. And hey to you too. Um, <laughs> This I know it really blows your mind. I know we I know we look we get the census data. Then you broke down why, but it was really funny. Angela's in our private Facebook group. Um, it's it's just a couple hundred of us over there, and I'd asked a question earlier this year to say, hey, what conferences and summits and things are you going to? And Angela responded back, whatever you're hosting. I was like, okay, bet. I said, hey, Angela, you want to come speak about data? Now y'all see why I asked her to be at the summit <laughs> because we're specifically talking about using data to retain and develop underrepresented employees. 
And she's talked about being the only and that community that we have on Facebook is of onlys, a lot of onlys in the workplace. And so we, we have it really, really focused. Then she's part of the positive hire community. Data is her thing. She identifies with, with the audience we're talking about retaining and developing in the yes. workplace. And so it was like, and she said, whatever I'm, I'm hosting. Okay. You, you, she was checking boxes. She didn't know she was checking. And then I got on a call with her for her to say, oh my gosh, did you know about the census? Y'all, y'all got excited the way I got excited. Right? Like, I didn't know this. Really? Tell me. What. And so I love the positive power community because we have so many talented women and I love to be able to bring you on to the platform that I've built out over the years and share your expertise and be able to have conversations like this. And some of you have reached out to me and said, hey, Michelle, I do X, Y, and Z. And sometimes I refer you to other places, but other times I try to find a way to bring you into the positive hire community. So if, if that's you, be sure you DM me. If you're like, I'm not ready yet, that means you're ready. Go ahead, DM me <laughs> because this is so powerful. So Angela. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk more next week, Thursday. Yes. So, so and Michelle, but, I have okay. to say, your community. I have gotten so much out of it. I've grown so much with the people I've met through your community. So yes, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and see, I love. I love to hear that. I take the bad too. If you have bad stuff to tell me, I take the bad too. And people are like, why? Because you can't make an improvement, right? You can't yeah. go to the doctor and always like, oh, you're doing fine. Like, yeah, but I came in for heart palpitations. I'm always having migraines and my eyes swollen yeah. shut. But you're good. So tell, tell me the because it's the only way to grow and improve and make sure we're building something that I'm building something, my team's building something that really helps you change your life. And, uh, and that's truly the important part for me. It's not building something that I like, but building something that truly brings change to to the women we focus on in our community. So any final thoughts or, around data or the summit you want to share? The only thing that I can think of now that we can work on to improve is to get more women and especially minority women to look at this as a career. It is amazing the things that you can do, the type of life you can have, the type of roles that you can pick from um, when you're in this field. And I have to say, it's not as hard as everyone thinks. There are so many different roles that are available. You could like data, but you could work with data anywhere. You can work in fashion if you like fashion. You can work in marketing. You can work in business, higher ed, any industry. Um, Michelle's an engineer. You can work in engineering. There is there's so much. And I think really more women should know that this is such a career opportunity for them. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So if numbers are your thing, be sure to check, check out if you're looking for how to better utilize data to yeah. really focus and change your organization as one step, one part of the process. Come join us. We'll be talking about data. We're going to talk about data with recruitment. We're going to be talking about data when it comes to gender equity. We're going to be talking about data for training and development. Uh, we're, we're going to be talking about so much. I even have 
a workforce development director out of Pittsburgh. So if you know, you know. But anyway, literally has generated $300 million of revenue in Western Pennsylvania from the work he's done and wow. has had 2,500 employers partner with them and join their job board. So, and he literally utilizes data. He's like, Michelle, I don't create the data. I look at the data and see where there are gaps and stand in the gaps to present. So come through if you haven't definitely, definitely register because it's, it's, it's people are utilizing HR data, people data, very different yes. to truly make impact and change. So Angela, She's on Thursday. This goes down. We're kicking it off on Thursday, September 29th. We added a second day because I had so many fantastic people. We have four more additional speakers on Friday. If you're like Michelle, I'm not a data analytics person. I'm not a hiring manager or I'm just, I'm a mid manager. This is still for you. This is why I have a young sister coming out of the Bay is Giselle's mentee who has put together a plan in her organization to retain talent. As, as a first level manager in the organization, young manager. So I bring in different people at different levels. So Angela from executive to first level managers to understand how you can utilize the data to really transform the workplace. So come check us out. Um, register at diversitydata.positivehire.co. That is not, there is no .com. We are not a .com, we're a .co because we cool like that. And I took the info, Michelle, and off the off the dot com. But um, Angela, any final thoughts, words you want to share? I am so excited to be a part of this. Um, usually, I'm attending and I'm just watching and just coming and asking questions. So come, ask your questions, be a part, and who knows? Next time, maybe Michelle may call you up. <laughs> See, because I got a whole other summit coming in February for women of color and STEM. So Angela, thank you so much for joining me for this short chat tonight. We will be back next week, Thursday. Actually, I'll be back tomorrow with another speaker for you to meet. You're going to love her as well, Christina Smith. This woman, oh my God, created internal programs to retain talent. And you're going to find out a little bit about her, her background, and um, she, she's, she, I, lo- I love Christina. You're going to come back to Angela. So come join us tomorrow, but be sure you register for the virtual summit. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. Have a great night. Thank you for coming. <laughs>